everyone. Welcome to One, the high school sports podcast by VNN, where we pick a game of the week and talk to the people that make it happen. This week, we're outside of Kansas City, Missouri, talking with Dave Lau, athletic director at St. Joseph Central High School. The St. Joe Indians were gearing up for their regular season finale versus Winnetonka. We are here with Dave from Central High School in St. Joseph, Missouri. Thanks for joining us today, Dave. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited to hear a little more about Central High School. I know you all have done a really good job with envisioning character in your student athletes and your coaches and your fans. So later in the podcast, we'll talk through kind of some of the different things you're doing as an athletic director and some of the different things your coaches are doing with uh, really talking through why character matters um, inside of athletics and outside of athletics too. But I would love to hear a little more about yourself and just what uh, your role looks like at Central High School. Well, thanks, Paul. Um, I guess a little bit about myself. I was born and raised here in St. Joseph, Missouri. I attended uh, Central High School as an 82 graduate. Um, I was a three-sport athlete uh, here. I went on to play uh, college baseball at the University of Missouri. Um, And then I transferred to Missouri Western State University. Um, I I played uh, collegiate ball for three years before signing um, a contract to play in the New York Mets organization. So I had the opportunity to play at the highest level for three years. Um, Once my playing career was over, uh, finished my degree uh, at Missouri Western, went on to coach one year. Uh, of collegiate baseball at Missouri Western before taking a head coaching job um, coaching baseball down at Gateway, Florida, or Gateway High School in Kissimmee, Florida. Um, you know, as, as coaches, when you're a head coach at a school, you, you also start to, you know, do some of the, the minor sports as, a, as an assistant. So I, I had uh, basketball and volleyball. Were both in uh, football, all three of those, as, as during my tenure there uh, as an assistant coach. And I had um, an AD that was at the at Missouri Western State University when I played ball there, knew my passion for uh, baseball, knew that at some point in time I wanted to be a collegiate baseball coach, um, called me, asked me how much of my master's program I had finished, and then told me that the, the the head coach that Western had was going to be retiring and that if I wanted that job, I needed to get my master's done. So I resigned my head coaching job at the high school level, uh, came back to uh, St. Joe, actually started um, in the fall, spring, and, and a couple of courses in the summer to, to go straight through and finish my master's program at Northwest Missouri State University. And so I was like pretty excited about, hey, I got an opportunity here to to step in and and, uh, be a head coach at the collegiate level. Um, That coach ended up sticking around for six more years. (laughs) I guess when you when you, you know, you you start looking at what kind of path you go through uh, in in coaching, it can take you a lot of different directions and a lot of different places. So at that time, I was just trying to find something uh, that that would uh, help me, you know, pay, have insurance benefits, you know, have a job until, you know, that time went by, try to figure out what my next steps were going to be. And, and actually ended up uh, going over to Cameron, Missouri, where they have a, a state penitentiary and, and worked as a, as a, as a prison guard for 
a little while and then moved into their rec office. So I kind of became a, to, to all the prisoners there, I kind of became a coach. Um, and I stayed in that, in that position for eight months before the school district here in St. Joe called and said they had an opening at an elementary school um, for a PE teacher. And of course, that was my degree, and and I thought I figured, well, what a better way to get out of prison than to go teach elementary school, right? So <laughs> I uh, so I left I left there. I I, I started my uh, my career as an elementary teacher. Um, spent five years at Hall Elementary here in St. Joseph uh, before uh, the coach at Missouri Western resigned uh, or retired. Actually, he was the only coach they had. Uh, in 30 years of, of baseball, he was the only coach, and he was actually my coach there. And uh, so when he when he resigned, uh, retired, I I applied for that, um, and ended up ended up coming in second in the in the in the uh, the eyes of the athletic director that they had at that time. The one that that I originally had talked with about that position had moved on and, and was an AD at a, at a university in Texas. And so um, the guy that they had uh, hired came from uh, Washington State University. Was uh, He's actually their baseball coach right now, a guy, guy named Buzz Verdusco. And Buzz and I hit it off. And their AD asked if I would be an assistant coach and, uh, and also uh, be a part-time administrator. And so I would basically work for him and coach baseball. And so that I figured that was a way to get my foot in the door. And so I accepted that job and that was back in 1999. So that's kind of how I got into the athletic director side of things along with coaching baseball. And in uh, 2003, uh, we had a, a new athletic director take over at Missouri Western. He asked me if I would uh, give up baseball and become a full-time athletic administrator. And so kind of kind of debated that a little bit because my dream was to be a collegiate baseball coach, but the direction that I was going in and I was having a lot of fun working with the athletic uh, side of things, um, I decided to go ahead and, and, and go for that and start to look at what what may come in the future as an athletic director. So I spent uh, all together 14 years uh, at Missouri Western as the assistant athletic director for development. Got to meet a lot of uh, quality people. And, um, you know, from that point, I wanted to to take the next step and, and become the AD at, a, at an institution. Actually had that opportunity at Montana Tech and I was the athletic director there in 2014 is when I believe I, I started out there. And there were some things that didn't didn't kind of go the way that, that the uh, chancellor and I had discussed. And, and I had a family that was uh, still here in Missouri. And there, there wasn't really a, a good way to get them all out to Montana. So the job here at Central High School opened up. I applied for it and uh, and accepted it and moved moved back here as the athletic director at Central. So I've been here now. This is just starting my fifth year. So that's kind of a roundabout way of, of how I became an athletic director and where my path's taken me, you know, so far. That is an awesome story. I would never get from the amount of times that you and I worked together that you, A, traveled from 
elementary school all the way through college, um, working as a coach and assistant athletic director, um, going to Montana, which is uh, pretty far from Missouri and, and uh, probably yeah. a lot different as far as the um, ge- like the geographic region and just uh, you probably had a ton of mountains around you. And uh, I bet that was a cool experience up in Montana. I've always wanted to go there. Montana is beautiful, and uh, Montana Tech it, it sits up on a on a on a mountain, and kind of overlooks uh, the town of Butte, Montana, and uh, it, it was really unique. It was beautiful. Loved it there. Uh, my experience was was good. Um, it's just some things, you know. Family comes first, and and, uh, and and I think that they understood that out there, and and so. You know that's just that's just part of a you know you you always talk about coaches moving around a lot well ads do that too and uh, so I'm I'm really happy in the in the role I'm in right now and in uh, my alma mater here in in St Joe and so yeah it's it, it, you you sometimes miss those mountains fresh air and, and big sky very cool I I never knew that you would travel so much and uh, I'm really intrigued actually by you being a prison guard. <laughs> I think that's really cool. Funny story about that, and I'll make it real short, but um, when I when I took the elementary uh, position, um, we we were in for our first day of, uh, I guess it was prior to school starting, so we had teachers' meetings and those kind of things going on. And so in the meeting, everybody's kind of going around and introducing themselves. And, and of course, I was sitting there, and in, in the elementary school, there there was only one other man in that school who was the janitor at the time. So all of the other teachers and administrators were were women, and and of course, I started out with, well, I just got out of prison, and uh, of course, you could see everybody's kind of jaws drop, and they were like, oh boy, and I said I was working, <laughs> but that was the way I kind of started the uh, relationship with with the elementary teachers. Um, about being in prison. That's amazing. I bet it was fun just to see the reactions on people's faces. That's great. What do you feel like, um, speaking of just prison guard and and kind of you, I think you even referred to having more of a coach type role, or maybe you uh, took that on when you were doing, um, when you were at the prison. What do you feel like you learned at the prison that you've brought back to coaching or even being an athletic director now at uh, Central High School? Wow. Um, yeah, I started out as a as a, a guard in uh, in housing unit number six, and um, you know, inmates at, at at the time they looked at me as being a a, a cop. Um, you know, so they were they're 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 kind of distant. They kind of watch what they do. They kind of watch you. Um, but when I went into the role of being uh, a coach, and basically that's kind of what it was. I I ran uh, the activities uh, for one of the sides. There's two sides: the A side and the B side. So I ran the B side uh, activities, and one of the things I was in charge of was was the uh, the softball program there, and so they had um, they had a deal where they put together you know teams from both sides, and they kind of played each other. And we had teams from outside come in and play them, and and so I kind of held tryouts for them, and and um, which was kind of interesting. So I went through and said, okay, well tonight I'm doing you know housing unit one and two and all the way through the seven units, and then then 
you know, eliminated, uh, you know, cut so so to speak, uh, those players that that didn't make the the you know A side team, B side team, and it was kind of funny because they would come to me and say, hey, coach, you know, how come I didn't make this team? And I, you know, I was honest with them. I was like, well, you, you know, you couldn't throw or, you know, you, you can't field or, you know, you're not a very good bat. And, you know, of course, they they kind of respected it. And, and so you, you, you kind of learned how to deal with different types of individuals. And not that we have those kind of kids and in school by any means obviously but but they are they are human beings and and they do have uh emotions and and um and you you, you learn uh and and build relationships uh, i guess maybe how you build relationships with individuals and then mold them into you know into a team and so i kind of learned a little bit about that uh, as being a coach in a in a prison before you know getting out and and uh, coaching high school ball and and now becoming an AD and and so you kind of carry that over that no matter where you are there's a vast r- array of um, I guess uh, personalities that you have to mold together and blend together and build relationships with and and um, that's one of the things that that we try to do here is to talk about relationships and what our relationships to the kids are and you know and and you know directing and leading and teaching those kids so that when they get out of here they're either college or career ready and and that they can go on and and be uh quality individuals in their communities for sure um and i know that uh you have a champions of character program and we talked a little bit about on the front end of the call on how uh, central high school specifically your main focus is building character in your student athletes. What does that program look like? And, uh, you know, it sounds like from your experience with coaching, athletic director, and elementary through the college level and even at the prison being a coach, some of those, um, some of those things that you've learned have helped establish the program maybe. What does that program look like? And is the community involved in that as well? Or is that mostly just central high school that's, that's trying to live into these core values that you have? This is a this is a, a, a program um, that actually was a, an, an initiative uh, of the NAIA, and um, it's designed. Oh gosh, it's designed to raise awareness of the importance of good sportsmanship and uh, positive impact it can have on your community, your high school community. Um, you know, we we do uh, you know talk about it when we're we're out in the public, and so it does have you know the, the community of St. Joseph um, and our and our parents you know have been educated as well, um, and then obviously you know our student athletes, and, and and that's what we want them. We want them to have um, to be quality individuals when they leave here, and character is a big part of that. Um, the Champions of Character looks at five core values, um, being integrity, respect, responsibility, sportsmanship, and servant leadership. And we want to convey uh, a positive image, um, you know, within our school community um, to our parents, and then so that the community of St. Joseph can look at Central High School and say that's a model institution that. Uh, we want to um, uh, 
you know, one of our other other schools maybe to at some point adopt it, um, but but that they can be proud of us. And so um, we're, we're we're working on that daily. We look for, um, I guess, uh, different things that happen within games um, to use as as teachable moments to be intentional about teaching the champions of character. So whether it's how we are treating each other. Um, how we're treating um, our parents, how how our parents are interacting with the coaches, um, you know, how we are interacting with the, you know, the other teams that we play. And always want to have a, a, a positive sportsmanship um, uh, attitude displayed on and off the field at all times. And so that's kind of what, what we do with that. Um, we look for those moments that we can teach, and then, you know, if we have to stop practice, we will, or even sometimes some of our coaches will, will talk about that in the middle of a game and, and what's going on and how our kids are acting, whether they're, you know, they, they've done something positive, we point it out. If there's something negative, we, we correct it, and, and not only with them, but, but use it as a moment that everybody can learn from. Um, and so there are, you know, things that that go on within you know the champions of character program that that you know teaches each facet what their role is so there's you know things that you know what your job is as a player what your job is as a coach and, and what your job is as a parent and, and parents you know with all the things that are going on in the country with parents and how parents are uh, interacting with with coaches and administration and uh, in the community, you know, we try to set down some specific um, ideas with them about, hey, here's how we want you to act. Here's how we want you to uh, enjoy your son or daughter while they'll while they play high school athletics, and it it, it has. Um, it has done uh, a lot of good things for us. Uh, we, we don't have uh, a lot of parent uh, issues. Um, one of the things in the Champions of Characters is we, you don't talk about playing time. Uh, playing time is one of those issues that really, I think, is part of why parents sometimes act the way they do at, at, at contests and, and, uh, and activities. So you know we we address that right from the beginning that that's not something that we talk about now does that mean it doesn't ever come up no it does but we have a model to work from that uh you know teaches the kid if you're not happy with your playing time or you're not sure of what the coach is expecting of you go talk to the coach we want we want that player to learn how to communicate with the coach uh, if at that time the coach and the player or the player doesn't like what the coach tells him and, and talks to mom and dad, mom and dad, you know, are like, okay, I'm not really sure about all that. And, and the next step would be that that player, parent, and coach sit down and, and visit and talk. And a lot of things can be solved at that level. That's the level that they should be solved at um, if they're still not happy. And it's it's an issue that, that you know, maybe goes beyond – uh, playing time and, and and they need to talk to the athletic director um, then then we can set that meeting up but but it's kind of a, a chain of command type is is if you will where you know we want that player 
to be able to talk to the coach and 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 learn because that's going to you know teach him a lot of valuable lessons that he's going to need to learn uh, in life and and when he leaves high school you know that the path that he takes is going to be his choice or her choice that's awesome i love um i'm kind of reading a little bit about it on your website actually and what you've already talked about i love how you lay out what's your role and then you break it down by here's your player role here's a coach role and then here's a fan and parent role and just different ways that a player can react in situations a coach can react and a, and a parent and a fan can react i know we at the school that i graduated from uh we went through a similar program to this we didn't have a whole thing um for our parents and our coaches necessarily but a lot of the players went through uh it was called the champions creed and I remember even now today, I still remember conversations about the Champions Creed, about living with integrity and servant leadership. And those conversations were more impactful to me than the plays that I'd make on the field or the the events that I would run in track. And it's really been awesome to adopt a lot of what I learned in high school into the workplace here and just what it means to work hard and to be honest with uh, your supervisors and just to overall be a better teammate so the program that you're doing and adopting for students coming from a student athlete that went through something similar it's super impactful and i'm sure you probably are hearing stories from students who graduated you know four or five years ago that are are talking about or still kind of having that uh jargon and vocabulary from this uh program that you started so i think it's really cool and i love how you lay out parent coach and player that's awesome yeah, thanks. It, it is a good program. There's a lot of good ones out there. Um, this one was just a good one that I had, uh, you know, some experience with, um, although it was a short period of time when I was out in Montana in the NAIA, and that's kind of where, you know, I learned about it and um, and then brought it with me here uh, and laid it out for our administration, and and, um, and then we kind of adopted it, and it's been, it's been growing. Uh, again, it's now in the in its fifth year. So we had some issues when I first got here, uh, and it, it seems to, for the most part, um, you know, help help to solve some of the issues that that that, that we've had. Um, and so, yeah, our our kids um, they're learning valuable lessons while they're playing the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know that I, I also read an article on your athletic website and, you know, really sorry to hear. Um, I know that this coach was really close to you and he actually coached you when you were a basketball player. I would love to hear kind of some of the impact he had when you were a player. But uh, it seemed like Coach Tyler, who had been a coach for, it sounds like, over 25 years, um, recently passed away with his fight for cancer. And the attitude that you shared with me that he had is just outstanding as far as his outlook on life and his outlook on giving back to the school and the legacy that he's left, at least from what I've read, is is really awesome. And um, do you have any personal experiences with him or, or anything as far as what he meant to the program at uh, Central High School? Yeah, Mel, I met uh, Coach Tyler. Uh, I was a junior here in high school um and he took over uh was a, a pe teacher and an assistant uh basketball coach um, on the varsity level and he was the head coach on the uh jv level 
and uh, Mel came from Indiana and attended uh, Missouri or uh, Northwest Missouri State University where he was a basketball player and so he was uh, he was my basketball coach and uh, he was intense um, he was one of those kind of guys that that rolled the sleeves up uh, got in there with you would bang around a little bit he'd run the floor um, he, he'd stop you know practice uh, when he needed to and, and to you know to to instruct and to, to teach. Um, yeah, she was just one of those kind of guys that, you know, you got excited about uh, practice because you knew he was going to bring it. He brought the intensity. Um, he communicated well. Um, he was just, and, and then, and then he was one of those kind of guys that for me, once I, uh, once I graduated, uh, he had left uh, Central and went to uh, and became a, one of the assistant basketball coach at Missouri Western State University for a little while. And and um, so, you know, when I was going to school there, I transferred there. He was he was coaching. And so that relationship that we had from high school grew uh, and continued to grow. And I and, and I his, met his wife uh, when we were in high school and she actually worked at Missouri Western as well. And so. Um, I actually worked with her when I came back and, and started working at Western. Uh, she was there and she's actually still there. So, um, yeah, that was a, a relationship that continued to grow. And um, I knew the things that he had battled, um, you know, when when he had his cancer uh, and, and for, you know, 10 years just, just fighting it. And he was a, he was a guy that was in shape. You know, you could go out and and even I mean he was gosh I don't know maybe seven years older than I am but but he would get out there and run and and we'd we'd go and play uh, ball at the college on Sundays and, and he would be out there and would was always was always in shape and physical and and um, and a good athlete. And you could just see this fight with cancer just continued to, you know, take that away. But it couldn't take his spirit and his heart away. And um, so he was one of those guys that, that when he passed uh, and meant a lot to me, um, ended up that, you know, had an article that we, we had in the newspaper here. And, and, uh, and, I, and I shared that on our website because I knew there was a lot of others that um, – you know, attended Central all the time he was here and, and um, you know, would would want to know that that had happened. Yeah, he was uh, definitely from reading that article and, and just having conversations with you, his legacy was super impactful. And uh, I just love how it all comes back to the core values that you all teach with your character program. And that's an example of a coach that really lived into that and made a, a positive impact on the community outside of just the athletic ability. Uh, one, one cool story, I, I love this story, I read it in the article too, is when you kind of switched your mindset about you as a player in basketball. What was that story and, and how did um, one interaction between you and him during a game kind of change the way that you played basketball? Yeah, well, as a junior, I, I played uh, JV basketball uh, part of the time and varsity uh, part of the time. Um, we had a lot of good athletes here at the time. And, and so trying to um, 
blend in uh, with the varsity team and, and, and earn minutes, um, you know, he, he helped guide me through that. And um, my senior year, uh, I was kind of the, the guy, the go-to guy at the time. And, and in, in one game in particular that you're talking about that was in this article, um, I would get, get the, the pass would come to me and I'm on the wing and, and, uh, you know, back in my time, we didn't have the three point line. So we didn't have that to, to worry about always being behind it. But, um, you know, it was, it was probably in that range and, and I would take a look and I just wouldn't trust myself on the shot I, and I'd pass it up and I'd, you know, pass it off and we'd come back around and then, you know, I would get it and I'd be in that triple threat position and I wouldn't take the shot. And they, uh, the head coach had it, it called timeout. And during that timeout, when he's, he was talking to the team, uh, uh, Mel, you know, grabbed me by the arm and, and pulled me off to the side. And, and basically he told me, he says, look, if you're not going to shoot that, you're not going to play. And, uh, and, and it kind of, I kind of thought about that for a minute. Like I was like, wow, you know, but, but came to an understanding that he trusted me and that I had to trust myself. And uh, so that kind of, kind of changed, uh, like you said, in that article, I kind of changed my whole attitude about how I went about things, about how, what kind of confidence I had in myself. And, um, and so when I had that shot, I took it. So as I went on and, and, you know, played played out my senior year and you know started just playing pickup ball with with friends and you know going going in uh in leagues you know when you're in college and you know I was playing baseball so I was in a in different leagues playing basketball just with friends and those kind of things I I never uh I never saw a, a shot that I didn't like and so um I kind of learned learned from that and I kind of took that on even even into uh to my baseball career and and that you know, it, it it was always that confidence builder that, you know, hey, you know, you can do this and um and and, and never forget it. And so that's kind of kind of what he instilled in me and and um you know, I think he'll uh he'll be one of those kind of uh coaches that that you know people that, that played for him, players that played for him and, and other students that were here will always remember him um you know for his for his intensity and his his joy and his love for teaching and coaching that's awesome um one one last thing i really want to connect with you because i think you do a really good job with this and um i'm not sure if you have coach involvement here if this is mainly you or or even some parents but you do an athlete of the month program really well or you do nominations for um, getting athletes recognized for some of the accomplishments that they do. Does any of the character um, core values play into who gets nominated each month, or what does that look like as far as um, a selected nomination or even a selected winner from the community for getting into that competition or that poll? They do. Um, we we run it uh, each month. Um, we'll run, you know, during the fall. So we, right now we're we're in our fall season. Um, and right now what's up on our website is a poll for the month of September. So I ask, uh, all of my head coaches from the fall sports to nominate one of their student athletes, uh, based not only on, on their performance in, in games, 
but their attitude, um, what kind of student they are and what they do in their cl in the classroom because that's really important. Um, one of the things that we, we teach through that Champions of Character program is, is um, you know, what, what kind of uh, individual we are um, on, on the field or in the, on the court, um, you know, in the classroom. And then also what our kids do in our community, you know, are they involved in, in you know, something outside of their sport uh, that, 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 that they gets them involved in, in some facet in our community, whether it's, you know, going to elementary school and, and reading to our kids or, um, you know, working, you know, on a cleanup day for the city or, you know, doing, doing something of that nature. So, um, some of those things go into, you know, the coach's mind when he's choosing their, the, the athlete uh, that they're going to nominate. And then once they do that, uh, I, I put it all together. And, and, and you know, the, the reason we run that athlete of the month is to, to recognize um, our student athletes and, and the amazing things that they're doing. And, and it's not always your star athlete that, that the coaches nominate. And, which is really nice, and, and parents like to see that. And, and um, you know, we get a lot of hits on there. We get a lot of voting that goes on, and, and so you know, they're getting an opportunity to um, you know to choose who they feel based on what a coach is is, is putting forward, and, and what what that that student athlete has done for that month of uh, whether it's September or October, November, whatever month it might be. And and then once we get done with the voting, we'll we'll announce our athlete of the month, and I give a series of questions to that student athlete so that we get to learn a little bit more about him. Something that um, you know, the, the the if you're not friends with them in school, and we're we're a fairly big school, and we've got 1,650 kids here, so. Um, not everybody will know them, and it gives an opportunity to kind of say, "Hey, he's he's a real person." And now, when I see that that individual, whether whether it's a you know him or her, uh, I, I I can you know might say, you know, hello, you know, walking past him in the hallway, or congratulations on you know being athlete of the month, and it just starts to build a little bit more of that community within your school and. You know that um, you always hear about. You want your school to be like a family, and that's that's kind of what our athletic department, uh, you know, tries to emulate. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for sharing everything with us, Dave. I've I've really enjoyed hearing more about um, just the power of your character message and putting that into athletics, whether that be at practice, during the games, before the season even starts, with the fans, the coaches, getting everyone in the community involved with. Um, really getting on board with character matters, and, and that ultimately makes for a successful athletic season. Whether you win or lose, um, character is something you can always control. And uh, as we close out here, are there any big events coming up that we should be uh, cheering you on for? Well, yeah, I guess we've got softball districts that start you know, today. So hopefully uh, softball will get a big win. Um, Central's hosting the uh, class four district 16 volleyball tournament october 22nd 23rd and 24th and then the end of the month we've got our soccer district starting so we're we're kind of getting into that tournament mode around here in missouri and 
you know, hopefully, hopefully our teams win, but, uh, you know, that's an outcome and, and that's not, you know, like you said, just a few minutes ago, that's not, you know, what we preach around here, but it is what we'd like to do. Absolutely. Well, all of us here at VNN are definitely wishing the Indians luck in the uh, upcoming tournament. And uh, we really appreciate you taking time and um, sharing with us some of your um, your mindsets and uh, how you run your athletic program. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. it was that was uh, it was fun to do this interview. I appreciate it. Central established the ground game from their first drive that night, totaling 301 yards rushing overall. In a back-and-forth shootout, they ended up beating Winnetonka 39-35, which put them into the playoffs on senior night. Tonight, they'll be playing Oak Park in the Class 5 District 8 first round. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. Central. That's it from us at VNN. As always, if you like the show, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Google Play Store. We'd love to hear what you think in the comments, too. Every rating helps. If you want to learn more about high school sports, visit us online at vnnsports.net or on social media. Want to learn more about the Indians of St. Joe? They're online at gocentralindians.com. For Paul and the rest of the team at VNN, I'm Romy. We'll see you next time. Oh boy, did it frighten you?